You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep that paycheck. And I'm your host, Doug Ray. And with me, of course, is Bryce Payne, ever so good at working the board and uh, basically doing everything of the technical side of this show. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And you know what? This is, this November is the start of, let me figure this out. 18 years, no, 16 years of this radio show. Is that right? We're going to go, be going into our 17th year here. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. That, is, that is quite a mile marker. That is. Yeah, that's uh, not an easy thing sometimes to do. It seems like it's effortless, but oh. there's a lot of work that goes into these It is, and I, I, I want to make it to 20. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, I want to make it to 25, but uh, yeah, it's great. What is that? Uh, so this is our Thanksgiving Day weekend. Um, you've, uh, you've got some plans. Tell us about what you're doing this weekend. So we usually have a big Thanksgiving with all of my wife's family mm-hmm. coming in. But since we have moved up here, we don't have a house for them to come to. Right. So my niece has volunteered to host this year. Outstanding. So we're all driving over there. She lives uh, on Lake James. Okay. And uh, it'll be a coordinated effort because uh, my wife and her sister's going to help out because it's a big crowd that comes in. So it's going to be a lot of fun, you know. Outstanding. Very good. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family and to Garrett and everybody over there at the uh, Ray households. Uh, Let's go ahead and do our uh, Wealth Guardian service salute here, Doug, on this holiday weekend. Uh, as it is, we want to every weekend thank our uh, men and women in uniform and our first responders for uh, making this country safe and doing what they can to make sure that we're able to have a Thanksgiving dinner around our loved ones every uh, year. And so we know it's uh, oftentimes a thankless job putting yourself in harm's way and uh, sacrificing what you do for your family. So we here at the Wealth Guardians want to extend that uh, proverbial Wealth Guardian service salute to you and thank you from the depths of our hearts uh, what you do in and out uh, year after year, season after season. And you know, Bryce, it's specifically tough for them who are deployed overseas during the holidays. Man, it is. It is indeed. That so happened to me twice. Anybody who's listening to us from overseas, <laughs> listening to us overseas, if you happen to be catching the radio show, you are in our thoughts and minds specifically. All right, Doug, well, let's go ahead and uh, jump into it. This week, we're going to be dipping into the uh, mailbag, as we do once a month here, and we get some backing up, particularly around the holiday season. People get more and more concerned about finances because they're spending so much on dinner and gifts and whatnot, and they start thinking, can I afford this if uh, if I'm retiring or planning for retirement? So we get a lot more mm-hmm. of these uh, letters coming in around this time of season, and there's some really good questions. So we want to dip right into this. And Doug, I'm going to read you the first one here, and it comes from Harriet. And Harriet's in uh, Colfax, and she says, Doug and Bryce and Garrett, I'm closing on a new house in a few weeks, and I need cash for the closing. But my current home isn't going to sell in time, so I won't yet have the money from that. I don't want to make a big withdrawal from my IRA and pay all of those taxes, so should I just find some kind of short-term loan? Boy, I sure do not want to see you take money out of an IRA to do this. Uh, yeah, and uh, yep. You know, you've got you've got a 60-day rollover window, but Bryce, haven't we seen some disasters with this? We really have. So, Harriet, here is what we have seen happen, is that somebody is selling their home, but they're wanting to buy another home first, and they know that they're going to have the proceeds from the sale of their home, be able to fund the house, but they got to close on the new house first. So where are they getting those funds? What Doug is referring to is that you have the ability, technically speaking, to take a distribution from your IRA of any amount, 
And as long as you get those funds back in there within 60 days of you get taking your funds out, it will cancel out the taxable event of, uh, of an IRA distribution. It's just called a 60-day rollover. And Harriet, I can tell you, if it works smoothly and goes as planned, great. Power to you. But we have seen here at the Wealth Guardians a couple of our clients try to do this, swearing and thinking and being so confident that the closing of their existing house is going to happen. They're going to get that check easily within 60 days, and they'll be able to put the funds back in their IRA, and it doesn't work. There's always something that goes wrong with a closing, and it's delayed and delayed, and boom, they can't get that check back in there. Now, here, Bryce, here's what she didn't tell us. She didn't tell us, number one, when the closing is. She says a few weeks. Is that uh, a month or what? And she didn't tell her how much money she needs. Mm-hmm. I would definitely look for a short-term loan or maybe even a HELOC on your current house, right. something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the safer bet. If you know 100% that you're going to close, okay, go ahead and do the 60-day rollover and get the monies back in there. But is there anything that's ever 100%? No. I don't, I don't know. And that is just a, Harriet, that's a disaster waiting to happen if it doesn't work out. So I'm going to agree with Doug. Just go with your safest bet and take out a loan. It's a short-term loan. It almost doesn't matter what the clo- what the um, what the interest rate is on it because you're only going to have the funds in there for a little bit of time um, before you you pay it off. So that's that's would be Doug's and my suggestion to you. But you got to do what's in your heart. But I would play it safe if it were me. Totally. Yeah. All right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian Show on this Thanksgiving Day weekend. Uh, thank you for joining us on your busy weekend. Uh, hoping all of your teams and everything is going as you want it to be, hoping your stomach is full and all of that. But if you are just tuning in, we're dipping into the mailbag this weekend. And uh, the second question comes to us from Jim in Boone. And Jim says, Doug, oh, this is just to you, Doug. I'll back <laughs> off. All right. Jim's talking to Doug. Jim and Boone says, Doug, we have homes in two different states and we really like both of them. But we're also uh, both 57 years old and would like to retire at 60. Is it worth selling one of the homes to make this work? Well, if you have to do it and you really want to retire at 60, probably so. You know, up in Boone's a little bit different because up there what we see, and I've got a condo up there too, so I'm up there quite a bit. You have a lot of folks who uh, live in Florida as their full-time residency, but in the summertime they have a condo or a second home up in Boone, Boeing Rock, Banner Elk area, and they're, they're back and forth. Uh, if you can afford that, that's wonderful. Do it. But if you have to sell a home if you want to retire at 60, then I think you need to take a serious look at that. I, I would agree. Now, Jim says Jim is from Boone. I don't know if that's where his second house is. He yeah. says he's got a – so that might be somewhere else. But, Jim, instead of selling it, you could always look into what your income options are off of being a landlord and, and renting that out. You should expect to get somewhere around – five to six percent of the property's value on a yearly basis net after a cost so if you think that you can get that then no need to really sell it you could just use it as a uh, rental income for the time being and then stop doing that when you want to use the property for your own purposes Mm -hmm. but what i would say is really what you want to do is go to a holistic financial planner and have them run the numbers for you and see if you actually need to sell that house i can't tell you jim how many people come to us wanting to get a financial plan going and they swear that they have to work for five or ten more years money wise they don't want to but they think they have to in order to be able to retire and we can show them that they can either retire now or work far less years than what they thought they had to now we're not miracle workers 
years. We can't promise you that. But I, I think so many people um, are convinced of one financial situation when that's really not the situation. And people tend to be, Doug and Maya, my experience, more pessimistic about what their retirement situation looks like rather than optimistic. So Jim, uh, come in and seat, sit down with a holistic financial planner. Let them run the numbers for you, uh, taking a look at what your social security filing options are, what your pension options are, um, how much growth you need on your investment, what your expenses are, and uh, taking a look at your assets, what kind of growth or income you can uh, um, possibly expect off of that. And somebody like the Wealth Guardians here, we could tell you whether or not you have to uh, uh, sell a home or not, or if you could keep that going with you if that is indeed what you want to do. So here's our phone number. Let me give this to you. 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. You can also visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com. And uh, let us sit down with you. There's no cost or no obligation to uh, sit down with us and see uh, what numbers we can crunch for you and tell you if that's really a reality or not. Okay, Doug, we've got just a couple more minutes here. Let's get to our third one. And this is coming from Oscar in Danville. And Oscar says, I retired three years ago, but I just did the math and discovered that my withdrawal rate from my savings is about 6%. Is that way too much? You know, Bryce, that's, uh, that, that withdrawal rate number is a number that's been bandied about a lot over the years. I can remember years ago when I took the classes for the uh, Retirement cert- Certified Income Professional designation, we drilled down on that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, I think, from 7% all the way down to 3% at some times. Uh, is 6% uh, too high? If you have a standard 60-40 portfolio that's buy and hold, yes, it, mm-hmm. it's too high. Uh, you run into, you'll probably, in your retirement, run into at least three, maybe four bear markets, and you'll probably run out of money before you run out of life. Yeah, and he says this is his withdrawal rate from his savings. I'm presuming that means his investments. But Oscar, again, like I told uh, Jim uh, in Boone, uh, it really depends on what your number crunching looks like. So that's where you, again, want to go to a holistic financial planner. Let us see what your expenses look like, what your investments look like, what your income looks like, and let us see if, uh, if that's a realistic number for you. And you know, it's okay to dip into the principle of your accounts at a certain stage in life. It doesn't mean that you you can only touch the growth, but you don't want to do that too early. And so let us uh, run the numbers for you and we'll see uh, what that looks like for you year after year. And if you doing that 6% would be doing it too early for you, or if it would work out just fine. Again, 336-391-3409. Uh, All right. Well, we've got to take a break here and then we're going to come back after the break with more of these uh, mailbag listener questions. But It is time, Doug, we do this once a year for the Thanksgiving Day trivia question. Are you ready? No. Hey, Doug is ready as he ever can be. It's time for the Wealth Guardians trivia question of the week. Doug, the first Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade was held in 1924. It's the one we all know and love today. However... Four years before that was the very first department store-sponsored Thanksgiving Day Parade. It took place in Philadelphia, PA, 1924. What department store has the honors of hosting this inaugural event? Was it Gimbel's, Saks Fifth Avenue, F.A.O. Schwartz, or Marshall Field? Hmm. Gimbel's, Saks, F.A.O. Schwartz, or Marshall Field, who hosted the very first department store Thanksgiving Day Parade? All right, well, we're going to get to the answer of that trivia question. 
along with more questions from our listeners on this Thanksgiving Day weekend. This show is The Wealth Guardians. We're helping you retire the job and keeping the paycheck. Stick around. We'll be right back after the break. This is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Ray this week. And in this second segment, we're going to continue dipping into our listener mailbag and seeing what questions those wanting to prepare for retirement have for us. Now, at the uh, beginning of the, uh, or at the end of the last segment, we asked that trivia question that we do every day of Doug. And this year, it was the annual Thanksgiving weekend trivia question. But before we get the answer to that and see if we stumped Doug, I've got two questions for you. Are you looking forward to your retirement? Of course you are. Do you want to make sure you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Of course you do. So you answered yes to both of those. Then guess what? We've got great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no cost, no obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This is going to include a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees you are currently paying. Here's our goal. It's not complicated. We want to help you lower your fees. We want to help you lower your taxes. We want to help you align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. Now, here's how it works. You got to pick up the phone and call us. Our number is 336-391-3409. Let me get that to you again. 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your no-cost, no-obligation financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. They never do, and they never will. The markets do not wait for you. All right, let's go ahead and get to the answer of that trivia question. Doug, you've had a minute here to think about it. I, I see the confidence written all over your face. Here <laughs> is our trivia question for Doug and for you out there. The first Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade was held in 1924. That is the one that we all know and love and tune into every Thanksgiving Day on our uh, CBS, ABC channels, whatever they are. However, four years before that was the very first department store-sponsored Thanksgiving Day Parade, and this was in Philadelphia, PA. So what department store has the honors, Doug, of hosting this inaugural event? Was it A, Gimbel's, 2, Saks Fifth Avenue, 3, FAO Schwartz, or D, Marshall Field? This is a total guess. Okay. Gimbal. Oh, looky there. What do they say about blonde squirrels and <laughs> A broken <laughs> clock. Yep, you got it exactly right. Gimbal's did it for a, a year there, and then it went over to different sponsorships. And that same parade is still going on today. It's just under different sponsorships. So oh. that's been actually a longer tradition than the May, uh, than the. Um, uh, Macy's one. So uh, good job, Doug. It's uh, turning out to be a great holiday weekend here <laughs> for you. Let's go on and uh, go back into our mailbag yep. here. And uh, yeah, we got some good ones coming up. Yes, we do. So we're, this is coming from David in Poplar Springs. I don't know where Poplar Springs is. David says, Doug and Bryce and Garrett, I have a few CDs that will be maturing in the next year and I'm worried about what the market will do. So should I just reinvest in more CDs once they mature? 
Doug, you uh, you have experience in this. You're a fan of CDs under the right circumstances. What what say you? David, that's a good question. We're actually seeing a lot of this mm-hmm. come across our desk yes, now. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell you, I'm under the opinion that, and you don't tell us exactly when your CDs. Yeah, that share. was that was what I noticed. Yeah, um, but what we've seen a lot of is people are putting money in six month and one year CDs. Mm-hmm. I'm under the opinion that, but by the time your CDs mature, you're going to be looking at lower rates. I think we're pretty close, if not at the top of the interest rate cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think rates will be lower a year from now. I don't think they're going to be as low as they were three or four years ago. Right. But I do think they're going to be be lower. So you're going to be, it's called interest rate risk. You're going to be subject to that. But here's the good news. The other thing I think, and understand this is my opinion only, I can be completely wrong. I think in about a year or so, we'll be set up for the next bull market cycle. Right. So you need to probably sit down with a financial professional and plan out your course of action going forward. Yep. Uh, David, you always want to consider a couple of different things when looking at an investment. There's a lot of different types of risks out there. What you are looking to avoid is what's called market risk. Understandable. That's probably the most common type of risk. But uh, Doug said something that I agree with. You say, uh, I have a few CDs that will be maturing in the next year. Well, that's 12 months range for us. And so if they're maturing in the next month, I would I would be bent to say if you believe that the markets are going to go down, just go ahead and reinvest those in mm-hmm. the whether it's a 6-month or a 1-year CD, you're probably safe to reinvest that. But if they're maturing say in 10 months from now, that gets to be a fuzzier picture for us to try to answer. So the market could be completely different and CD rates could be completely different then. So if it's if it's sooner than later, I would say probably you're safe to go with the uh, the renewing the CDs. If it's closer to a year out, Ask us the question when they uh, when it comes to be about a month from those CDs maturing. We'd love to hear back from you. I hope that answers your question, David, and thank you for uh, for that question because it is quite popular right now. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show, the second segment here, and Doug and I are, once again, as we try to do once a month, dipping into that listener mailback, and we just had a question from David in Poplar Springs. And next, we're going to go to Meredith in Winston-Salem, my hometown here. Meredith says, Doug and Bryce, I've interviewed a few different financial advisors, and they're all very cryptic about what they're actually going to do with my money. It's like they don't want to tell me anything until I give them everything, and then they'll surprise me or something. <laughs> Is this normal? I think I have. I think I know. I might know why, but Doug, what are your thoughts uh, on this? I'm not exactly sure what she means by cryptic, but if... Uh, if what she's doing here is um, being concerned because that advisor is asking her all kinds of questions about her financial situation, that's exactly what that advisor ought to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had, I think it was Garrett had a situation recently where somebody came in and didn't want to give him uh, their financial in- information. Well, how in the world, if you don't give us all your information, how can we possibly do our job and, and, and get a plan in place that's suitable for you? You know, you've got to let us do our fiduciary duty. You know, we use this analogy. If you wake up one morning and you've got the worst stomach ache you've ever had and you go to the doctor and the doctor's going to run tests and ask you all kinds of questions, if you don't let that doctor do that, how are you ever going to get cured? Right. If he's, he, you're asking him for a prescription and he says, well, I need to know what your other prescriptions are. You say, well, that's none of your business. I just want a prescription for what's ailing me right here today. That's, that doesn't work like that. Prescriptions in, uh, interact with other prescriptions. But I would say this, Doug, my, what are your thoughts on this? 
uh, there is a difference between a financial planner and the money manager right. of an account. And oftentimes the financial planner or the investment advisor is not the money manager of the accounts. It is the money manager who knows exactly what the day-to-day investments are going to be, but it's the financial planner or the advisor who puts together the overall portfolio. It doesn't micromanage it on a day-by-day basis. So it sometimes can be hard for the financial advisor to know exactly what the um, investments down on a micro level are going to be. So Meredith, that could be a reason that he's trying to not avoid the question, but I want to say it's, it's, it's not exactly the one forte that that financial planner does. He does yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff helping you uh, create a, um, a distribution strategy, a social security filing strategy. There's more to it than just managing on a day-by-day the, the portfolio. But doesn't mean that you shouldn't have an answer to your question before moving ahead with the financial plan. Yeah, let me say this, Meredith. If you've given an advisor all the information he's asked for, all your statements, tax returns, all that, and then that advisor ought to be able to lay out a plan for you in common English terms that you understand. If they're using all kinds of, I call it Wall Street ease. Mm, uh, They're trying to hide something. or, Or they're just trying to. Show off, if you Show will. off, yeah. 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 So it, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, thank you, uh, Meredith, for that question. Now, having said that, if you would like to sit down with a financial planner who does speak English and who does put the terminology in a way that you can understand it and feel comfortable and they're not trying to just wow you or impress you or confuse you, then I think you would do well to give us a call at the Wealth Guardians. We uh, pride ourselves on being able to speak at a level that our clients and the people going through the planning process with us understand and appreciate. So Meredith, our phone number is 336-391-3409. We'd love to sit down with you. There's no cost or obligation to sit down with us. We're going to ask you to bring your statements. We're going to ask you to bring your tax returns. Um, We're going to put you through a risk tolerance questionnaire and see what the risk is on your current portfolio. If we do end up making uh, recommendations, We're going to show you what the risk is on our recommended portfolio compared to the risk on your current portfolio. We're going to take a look at your current fees on your portfolio, and we're going to break it down and what the fees are on our recommended portfolio. We're going to see what kind of tax mitigation strategy we can put um, in line for you so that you're paying Uncle Sam not the most that you can, but hopefully the least that you can. We have, Meredith, this is true. We can literally see somebody who comes in here with a million dollars And our software has analyzed how much taxes they're going to have to pay from now until age 100. And it could be, say, $2 million. Well, with our tax mitigation strategies, which has nothing to do with your portfolio allocation that you asked about, you could be saving as much as 50% in lifetime taxes. That means you're paying $1 million in taxes as opposed to $2 million. That is just as important as what your portfolio looks like, what the allocation of your portfolio looks like, and how much growth you're set up for. You want to make sure that you're doing both things and doing both things well. Doug, do you have anything to add to that on what we do through our planning process? Bryce, I think you covered it pretty well. All right. Well, let's uh, real quick here jump to a Jack and Bermuda run. Thank you, Meredith, for that question. I've been paying off debt aggressively for more months, and I almost have it all knocked out. Once it's done and I don't have any more payments, I'll have about $5,000 that I can save each month. I'm 53, and I feel... And I feel behind with my retirement savings, so I want to be aggressive with this money so I can catch up. What should I do with it? Well, Jack, you know what? Um, Congratulations. You're doing a good job. But you're just about like every other American because most Americans don't really hit their savings 
until their 50s when they're at their probably highest earnings peak. The yep. kids are out of college, out of the house. Now you can save. I don't think you have to be aggressive or too aggressive with your money to catch up. Nope. Let's, uh, Jack, we would uh, encourage you to do the same thing that we encourage Meredith to do. Give us a call at 336-391-3409. Let's see what your income, your assets, and your expenses looks like and see what uh, how far off retirement can be for you and how much you actually do have to save to be able to enjoy that uh, retirement that you've uh, got in your uh, head there. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Wealth Guardians. Doug, thank you for uh, sharing this uh, holiday weekend uh, with me. And everybody else out there, thank you for sharing your holiday weekend with us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. Hope your teams win. Hope your belly is full. This is Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray, the show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Alpha Star Capital Management LLC and Wealth Guardians are independent entities. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions.